0: CPAC in August, in in August, and it's not in Washington, D.C., it's not in Florida, it's in Dallas, Texas, good morning, it's the Snark Factor, I'm Fingers Malloy. thanks for tuning in to Wham Talk, 1600 AM, 92.7 FM, I am at the F, I was about to say FTR radio booth, Sarah Smith, I came really
1: Aww. close to saying FTR radio It's like booth. the good old days. Right?
0: I'm at the Wham Talk 1600 AM, 92.7 FM booth here at CPAC Dallas 2022. Unfortunately, my partner in crime, Sarah Smith, who always womans the news desk here on the Snark Factor. She's back at Mama Swati Studios in Maryland. Good morning, Sarah.
1: <laughs> Good morning, fingers.
0: So, uh, you How's know,
1: Dallas? Is, is everything bigger in Texas?
0: It is bigger, including me. I've gained five pounds since I've been here.
1: Uh, Well, I mean, then you're doing Texas right.
0: That's true. So let's set the stage here. So people have been asking why they do, uh, why are they doing a CPAC Texas? Well, I I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, of course, uh, for the ACU, this is a a revenue generator. uh, But also for for activists, uh, it's an opportunity to gather with like-minded people when, you, you you know, the media does what it's best to make you feel like if you're on the right, uh, you're part of the the wrong crowd, you're part of the deplorables, there aren't many of you. Uh, but to be able to get like-minded people together for, for two or three days uh, to, uh, you know, I'll have kind of a pep rally, which is a lot of what CPAC is, it's it's very valuable to to. People on the right, Sarah. So that's why I think you're seeing for sure the ACU do events like this here in Dallas. I, I ran into two gentlemen last night. Apparently, they did an event in Israel, CPAC Israel.
1: Yes, uh, they did.
0: Uh, yeah. He, and he said, uh, I, was, be, I
1: believe they've had a CPAC Tokyo also.
0: Yes, they, they have. So <laughs> it is. It, it's definitely growing. It's expanding. I, I, I know a few years ago. Uh, well, actually, more than a few years ago, Sarah. I, I They used to do a CPAC California, uh, but I, I think that has since oh, yeah. ceased to exist. So they, But the, they're doing this here in Dallas, and it's an all-star lineup. Uh, former President Donald Trump will be here. Uh, you're going to see a lot of media personalities like Glenn Beck will be here, Sean Hannity. Uh, former uh, White House chief strategist Steve Bannon will be here. Uh, Stephen
1: K. Bannon?
0: Yes, Stephen K. Bannon will be here. Uh, Former HUD Secretary Ben Carson will be here. Uh, U.S. Representative uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, The list goes on and on and on and on. So uh, we're here uh, at CPAC. We're not going to uh, be talking to uh, the president, unfortunately. That's not going to happen. I I told him I was busy. Well,
1: here... Mike, exactly, exactly. I'd love to talk to
0: you, uh, President Trump, but unfortunately, our schedule is just jam-packed. So,
1: (laughs) just do not have a window for you. No, so sorry, (laughs) sir.
0: (laughs) So, uh, but we're going to have some interesting guests along the way. you're not going to probably hear them on this particular episode on Wham Talk 1600 AM, 92.7 FM, but you'll be able to check it out on the podcast, the Snark Factor podcast. Uh, you can find that on your favorite podcast platform. Now, Sarah, one of the big stories that has uh, dominated the news cycle, and they're talking about it here at, at CPAC Dallas, is the new uh, climate change. Tax, inflation fighting bill. What? What's the name of it? It's, uh, uh, it's, uh
1: yes, it's the it's the Inflation Reduction Act. <laughs> so obviously, it reduces the inflation. I had to stop asking questions.
0: Yep, just grin and bear it. Uh, it's going to stop inflation. Uh, and and uh, obvi- here's the thing, Sarah, I, I do believe that there is a possibility uh, that it will stop inflation because they're going to tax the hell out of you.
1: So, right you're gonna have it's to- okay no one will have any money left to worry to ha- at all so inflation will be sort of a moot point
0: Listen money is for suckers I've been saying it's that forever suckers. but uh, you know we we kept hearing during the presidential campaign that the, the real problem Sarah uh, mm-hmm. with the, the the tax code and revenue being, uh, paid to uh, the IRS was it was it was the rich, Sarah. They, were, they weren't paying their fair share. And so, sure, exactly. Oh, And, and, and so uh, you would hear, OK, they're not paying their fair share. We need to go after the millionaires and billionaires, Sarah. That's mm-hmm. that's what needs to happen.
1: They've they've dropped the millionaire part. If you notice, since then now it's just billionaires. Now it's just because so many of them now so many of them are millionaires. They have to exclude themselves. Yeah, we're gonna and, go after those billionaires.
0: And one of the first things they did, Sarah, of course, was uh, they notified everyone who has a side hustle. That uh, they were going after your PayPal account and your Venmo account and any transactions uh, that add up to over, well, I believe, what was it, six hundred dollars? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, all those all those super rich people that do side hustles with their Venmo accounts, like yeah. obviously going after them first. Yeah, yeah,
0: because that that's going after the billionaires. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a piece today, Sarah, uh, at, at the New York Post. Which is slowly becoming my favorite newspaper, by the way, Sarah. Because uh, the the headlines are always spectacular, especially on the front page. Uh, That is true. So there's a a piece in their business section. 80% of new IRS revenue will come from small businesses earning under $200,000, according to tax experts.
1: I for one, am shocked. I am shocked. Who could have possibly seen this coming? No one I say could have seen this coming.
0: And what's amazing about this we've talked about this on several occasions when when people go to the voting booth and they and they they pull that lever uh, they, they vote for Democrats. It's always oh you know they fight for the little people. that's mm-hmm. that's that's the rhetoric you're here. That's the the messaging that's the narrative.
1: But time, the working man. Yeah, the
0: working man. But time after, time after time after time after time after time, they introduce legislation that absolutely craps on the working man.
1: Every time.
0: Every time. And yet there doesn't seem to be any media analysis uh, because after all the, the media is in the, the pocket of the of the Democratic Party. But I, I find this really interesting when you when you scroll down the piece. Listen to this quote, Sarah. The IRS will have to target small and medium businesses because they won't fight back. According to Joe Hinchman, executive vice president of the National Taxpayer Union Foundation. uh, He told the Post, we've seen this play out before. The IRS says we're going after the rich. But when you're trying to raise that much money, the rich can only get you so far.
1: I mean, this is something we've been saying as long as this. I mean, as long as I can remember, it's like you tax the rich all you want. Like people come out with um, graphics and figures all the time that take take all of the money from the top 10 earners and you can fund our government for like two weeks. Exactly. Right. Like people are doing that all the time. Like there is the math just the, the math doesn't add up. That the rich are not going to pay the rich. There's not enough rich people to cover the expenses that we cover. You're all going to get hit. We're all going to get hit. Everybody. Yeah. No one is safe.
0: Even if small business owners get everything right, they may still be faced with the headache since part of the IRS expansion will involve sending out more notices and letters to businesses. For individual contractors or small businesses, an IRS letter that they owe more money or made an error on their taxes can put them underwater.
1: Exactly, and you know it can be it can be six, seven years later, right? Like, oh, hey, by the way, we think you paid you know a thousand dollars less seven than you should have seven years ago with interest you've accrued on that. You now owe us sixty billion dollars. Yeah.
0: And the IRS knows, and it's addressed in this piece, that if you are mega rich, uh, a couple, of, you're mega rich for a reason, but what one of the things is that you will do everything you can to fight things like this. So you have plenty of accountants, tax lawyers uh, at your fingertips to be able to go to battle against the IRS. But if you are a small exactly. business... If you're a you medium nothing. sized business, your family run business, the IRS in, in this situation sounds a lot like the mafia, don't they, Sarah?
1: Sure does.
0: That sure is a sure nice does. business you have there. It'd be a shame if something happens to it.
1: It would be, be a shame if the government had to come in and like take over it to pay your bills for you, your unpaid debts.
0: But this is we, we've, we've addressed this on science. several occasions. I mean, you you look at the Green New Deal. Mm-hmm. They they try to push this climate change bill down the throats of the American people, and what will it do? It will make energy prices go even higher than they are right now. They're trying to strong arm people uh, into electric vehicles. And uh, mm-hmm. strong arm businesses to comply to become, more, you know, much more cleaner when it comes to energy. And what mm-hmm. and what do they expect business owners to do? They, 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 these business owners aren't going to eat those costs. they pass it on to the consumer. So you, you talk about uh, a, a bill that is going to uh, in their words, fight inflation, but then you throw climate change in there as well, and you're going to make energy costs go up, all this is going to do is increase the the chances that inflation will go even higher based on the fact that you are making energy much more expensive.
1: Have you seen the Inflation Reduction Act commercials yet?
0: Oh, they already have, uh, uh, the, the PR firm has already come out with commercials?
1: Oh, yeah, they're great. It's basically all about how we're going to invest in uh, uh, green energy so that inflation will go down. (laughs) And there's pictures of windmills, and it's very pretty. But it's weird. In the commercial, they don't mention anything about the $80 billion going to the IRS to hunt down small business owners. That's weird that they didn't. I feel like they should have put that in the – they, they meant to, hmm. but somehow that Curious. ended
0: up on the, on the cutting room floor. Oh, uh,
1: you're right. I'm sure it was like a t- it was like a time constraint thing. They yeah. were like, "Look, we only have a 30 second spot here, guys. I need at least three pictures of windmills. I don't have time to talk about the IRS."
0: Amazing, simply amazing that they continue to be able to get away with this. Or maybe they won't yes. be able to because the midterms are right around the corner. And all the the polling that you're seeing, uh, it's going to be a bloodbath for Democrats. Now
1: it's going to make the 2010 shellacking look like a massage,
0: right? What's interesting is, there, uh, apparently, in some polls, uh, public opinion polls, the uh, President Biden's numbers have actually gone up a little bit. Uh, his approval good for numbers, him. Yeah, and it's all based on the fact that he is sick. That's my theory.
1: He spent the week in bed and his poll numbers went up. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're talking about the guy that won the presidency from his basement. So, like, <laughs> this guy, you know, he he performs the best when he is locked in a room somewhere.
0: Yes. So that's... But isn't that amazing? That, of course, that's not sustainable, is it? I, I, I don't think... Can, can can he say he has COVID for the next two years and just stay in bed? Is that possible?
1: Apparently, apparently he can say whatever he
0: wants. <laughs> that's, that's true. But
1: it, And look, I mean, look, if you're going to keep people afraid of COVID, being like, look, our president has had to stay in his room for two years because of COVID. You need to keep your elder, elder family members safe and protected. Look what's happened to our president.
0: But you have, uh,
1: you know... You, They'll use yeah. it to do another lockdown. It'll be fun.
0: Yeah. You, you, but you see, you know, the media spin the narrative that this has been a tremendous week for the president. I mean, it, if this this bill gets passed and and signed by the president, uh, that is definitely a legislative achievement for him. There's no denying it, uh, even even if it does completely crap on the American people. Uh, at least he can sure. uh, go to the, the radical progressive base and say I got a climate change bill a tax bill uh, and and I, I have not seen the details on health care but they like throwing the health care in there uh, a, as well uh, but uh, all this to fight inflation so he's got got that uh, done uh, you know the the news this week that high-ranking al qaeda official had been taken out uh, so it, it's been a good week for him but the the, the poll numbers have just barely ticked up Sarah. and
1: yeah, They it's, are it's, not it's, good.
0: Right. So it's a situation where uh, you, you keep hearing that uh, his, his numbers are gone up. But his numbers have gone up basically because he's sick. He's sick and in right. bed. And I don't know how mm-hmm. much longer... You can go uh, through uh, an administration where you are just like you know what I I I I'm, I'm calling an, an, in another sick day. It, it seems to be working for me uh, in, the, in the polling numbers.
1: I mean, he if this remember when he called a lid every day at like two o'clock for the first like several months, and then they just stopped talking about it.
0: Yeah, simply outstanding. So the clearly they're setting up for. Uh, what appears to be uh, a really, really bad day at the polls in November. Another thing that's going on, Sarah, uh, that we need to address. Uh, you know we're, you know, we're, we're, we're doing the show from CPAC 2022 uh, in Dallas, CPAC Dallas. And uh, border security is, is an issue in Texas. Uh, Well, it should be an issue throughout the rest of the country. But if you are actually on the front lines, uh, and Texas definitely is, uh, border security is definitely an issue that you're paying attention to. Uh, The FBI uh, FBI director warned of a significant security issue during the Biden border crisis. As if, uh, you know, you need the FBI director to, to make this statement. Uh,
1: Stevie Wonder could have seen this,
0: right? So Christopher Ray, uh, the agency's director, uh, was uh, testifying in front of a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing, and uh, Senator John Cornyn of Texas uh, asked the question uh, about the you know these people coming over the border. How how many of them? It's it's not just necessarily from. Mexico and Central and South Mm -hmm. America, Uh, and he asked about the security threat, and Ray uh, said, I certainly know that it is an eclectic mix of nationalities, and the volume is just staggering. Cornyn followed up with, and that's a, a public security threat, you agree with me, to which Ray confessed... To me, it represents a significant security issue and represents a wide array of criminal threats that follow out of it. I'll read more of that on dud.com. Mm-hmm.
1: Come on. I mean, these these people... They're... I just, I don't know. I thought Biden solved the border crisis. Remember, as soon as he got into office, it wasn't a problem anymore. The kids weren't in cages...
0: Well, what's really been amusing is for for 20 years now, they've thrown around this number of 12 to 16 million undocumented immigrants Mm -hmm. in this country, uh, which we've Mm -hmm. all known for for a long time has been a completely bogus number. Uh, Laughable. Well, you you read down in this uh, New York Post piece, uh, the number of Border Patrol bus in 2022... Uh, Fiscal 2022, which ends September 30th, has already surpassed 1.6 million. 1.6 million. The year's total tally is poised to soar past last year's record of nearly 1.7 million encounters. The figures do not include the number of people able to evade authorities. Exactly. The astonishing number of Border Patrol bus also includes at least 50 illegal immigrants... Whose names appear on federal terrorism watch lists between November and May, according to the previous reporting? Uh, this isn't just—if uh, we're being honest here—it's not just a Democratic Party shortcoming. The, the Republicans have completely crapped the bed on this too. I mean, it, it's, sure, it, 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 this needs to to be called out. And you're seeing governors battle this by, you know, busing illegals to blue states. And it's it's about time that they start doing this. It's it's it, they should have been doing this a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the stunning lack of reporting on what's going on on the border—it it should discuss everyone because uh, it, you, you you talk to ranchers, you hear from ranchers on on the border, and they're they're, they're scared uh, to, to be on their own property. What goes on there? Uh, this 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 would not be put up with uh, in, blue, in blue states. Uh, it, 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 it is in California, but and you, you see the stuff going on in California, and you can understand why so many people uh, who lean right are are just abandoning ship. You know, we, we, I know we, we both have mutual friends that are going. You know, they they've lived in California their whole their whole life. They're going to Idaho. Right. They've had enough. But uh, for, for the most part, it's 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 being ignored. And mm-hmm. I think that it, 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 it's disheartening that you don't see more Republicans pushing this issue, but they want the cheap labor.
1: Right. Well, and it's been turned into a full, flat out race issue, right? Like. Even starting the discussion, even attempting to have the discussion, it just always turns into a "Oh, you don't want brown people in the in this country," and it's just sort of like it has nothing to do with anything except that if we're going to be a country of laws, we need to at the very least, like, even even if you want government programs for everything let's yeah. say you are as commie as it gets right like you want the government paying for education housing like they you want it taking care of everything Your medical don't you want to know how many people live here like don't you want to have a hard figure don't you want to be collecting taxes from all of those people that live here i don't care what they're getting paid how much how little like you want them to come into the country legally and become part of, of the system otherwise we're just throwing apples out and hoping enough people catch them like so i think that because the logic falls apart if you are a pro-immigration pro-immigrant advocate and you, you think that you are in the right because you want immigrants to come here and it's like no no one's arguing for no immigrants like that's this is the part this is the part that you don't understand. There is, I mean, I'm sure there are some people out there, but the majority of people, no one's arguing for no immigration. thats It's ridiculous. Immig- it's ridiculous.
0: Well, we only have about a minute left uh, in this segment. I wanted to pass along our condolences to the family of U.S. Representative Jackie Wilarski of, of Indiana, who uh, mm-hmm. tragically lost her life earlier this week. She was... Back in her, I believe she was in her district uh, on a yes. two-lane highway. And uh, for those who are familiar with the area, I mean, this is this is farm country. You're driving through uh, cornfields and soybean fields, and uh, apparently, uh, it was actually it's, it now the, the South Bend Tribune is reporting it, it was her car that mm-hmm. crossed the center line and uh, was hit head-on. Head uh, unfortunately. Uh, she passed away along uh, with 27-year-old Zach Potts and 28-year-old Emma Thompson, part of her staff. Uh, she, I met her a few times. She was absolutely wonderful. I know, Sarah, you you met her as well. You, you know, we, we, she used to be a a regular at a Smart Girl Summit, uh, and she was always uh, kind to that organization. Uh, so. Just wanted to pass along uh, our condolences to her family. And and with that, we are going to take a break. More of the Snark Factor on Wham Talk, 1600 AM, 92.7 FM, right after this. Welcome back to CPAC Dallas 2022. The coverage right here on the Snark Factor, Wham Talk, 1600 AM, 92.7 FM. And joining us right now at the Wham Talk table, it's our good friend, senior columnist over at Town Hall. I'm part of the Town Hall family too now, Kurt. Oh,
2: welcome. Thank you. And I like Wham Talk. Yeah. That's uh, in the 80s when I was younger, they used to be a – 800, an 866 line.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to go with uh, George Michael and Andrew Ridgely. I right? was. Yeah. Let's Get see. it? Well, I, you, you went with the uh, 900. To, uh, by the way, Kurt Schlichter of Town Hall. Thank I just you. got Kurt out of my face. Just,
2: uh, <laughs> I got Kurt <laughs> all over me. It's worse than monkeypox. It's gorilla
0: pox. <laughs> well, you mentioned the 900 number, and immediately I'm going back to the old E television days. And... Uh, uh, the Howard Stern, where you'd every every commercial would be either, uh, oh look at it's our new e show, chicks on the beach on the in, in bikinis, and then followed by nine hundred number ads. So that's that's where I went. <laughs> Bouncy vision. I didn't <laughs> listen to Stern then, and I don't listen to him now. Uh, see, to me, it's it's a shame. Uh, you know, he's become on- a weird old woman. Yeah, it, 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 he's a shell of his former self. It, it's it's really depressing. Why is he to me.
2: still doing it? Why didn't he take his millions of dollars and his prostitutes and just go off ah, to ah. you know a compound somewhere and debauch like uh, like Emperor Tiberius
0: did? Right. I, I don't know if 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 someone offers you uh, two hundred million dollars over five years to work three days a week for thirty weeks. It's hard to turn down that money even at 77 years old or whatever the hell. Is he, he is. 77? Nah, I think he's like 66, 67 years
2: no, old. No, he he's older than that. You think so? Oh, he's got. Hey, honey, how old is uh, Howard Stern? Okay, if only there was some <laughs> sort of electronic device that would answer questions. <laughs> well, here's one. We're going to find out how old Howard Stern is. <laughs> so, uh, And I want to know in Harambe years.
0: You have been, uh, I I was talking to your wife The most potent
2: conservative in American uh, thought.
0: Well, there's that, but also you have been, it feels like. The leader
2: of the Bob Crane fan club. There's that as well. Or as we call it in the business, the tripod. (laughs) Oh, I got to give you my movie idea. Okay. So anyway. 68. 68. Oh, wait, 69 He's going to be unbearable.
0: <laughs> All right, ask give your question, kid, the, but we'll do that. But, but, but no, 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 you can't. You can't do you the pitch. Can't, you can't tease the movie pitch and then and then walk away. Here it is,
2: Hogan's hero. Kid named Hogan. He's bullied. He's you know sexually repressed, and he's given a guardian angel, who's Bob Crane. <laughs> and Bob Crane, he's he said, "Look, you're my one hundredth. I've had to help one hundred losers, kid. You don't swing." You don't got it. You got nothing. I've got, I, I I since I got my brains beaten out with a tripod in in uh, uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. I've been cursed. I've had to. I've had to help a hundred people. Uh, I, I'm I'm there, but I don't want to be. So it's the ghost of uh, you know sex pervert Bob Crane is helping this kid, you know, get through his life mysteries. And once I hit Bob Crane can then move on through the afterlife. Okay,
0: Hogan's so, hero. So so the question needs to be asked, There's who, a plays, character who plays who plays Bob Crane?
2: Well, we could get, see if Kinnear wants it to go for round two. <laughs> I don't know. But I was thinking Michael Cera. Okay. Uh, just because I hate him. And as for the kid, I don't know any kids in TV anymore. I don't watch the CW.
0: Uh, I, how about Joey Lawrence? Joey, he's, I think he's 40. Oh, see, I could see I just he's old. Uh, when, when, when Bob Crane would show up, you go, whoa, like that, that was this whoa, big thing. Whoa, That's whoa, whoa. Like, he hey. uh, well, there'd be
2: catchphrases. <laughs> and it would be even hard for Bob Crane, who, who you know, Bob Crane uh, with Braniff stewardesses two at a time. I mean, you, you know, and he's trying to lay down uh, this uh, HEP sixties, uh, you know, bongo drum kind of rap to this kid, and and the kid's like, I don't know what Hogan's heroes is. My name just happens to be Hogan, and Hogan's like, you know, the great spirit that's forcing me to do it. He loves irony.
0: <laughs> here's what I, 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 I,
2: had, I had to deal with a kid named Clink, who couldn't make it happen. Here's here's what I Des love in Des Moines.
0: Here's what I love about this conversation. We are uh, almost five minutes in, <laughs> and. You know, CPAC does what it can to bring bring the best and brightest in radio to their event to to cover CPAC 2022, and we start off the first half hour of the uh, second uh, or first the second half hour of the first segment. Oh, I you know what I'm talking about? It's 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 Bob, it's Bob Crane talk. It's Bob of, Crane talk. Yeah.
2: Well, if I was going to be FCC controversial, I'd go for the Raymond Burst stuff. Yeah. That guy was weird.
0: Let's save that for Snark Factor After Hours. Star
2: Factor After Hours.
0: After Dark. Well, oh,
2: my gosh. There's radio legend Larry O'Connor. <laughs> oh, Frank Gaffney's never going to forgive me. Oh
0: <laughs> it's so, so Larry O'Connor, Larry O'Connor <laughs> from WMAL is walking by. Bye, uh, Larry. Hello. And uh, so <laughs> you've been you've been traveling around. No, it's radioish. Yeah, go blue. Larry O'Connor saying <laughs> hello, former Michigander. Uh, and uh, so you've been traveling around. It seems like for, for a, a month. I was talking to Mister Schlichter earlier. You, were you at? Uh, uh, a conference in Florida as well? Yeah, I was
2: at uh, Ron DeSantis' Sunshine Summit in what everyone insisted on calling the free state of Florida.
0: Yeah, so l- let me ask you this, because I, you know, so much of this conference is dominated by, uh, you know, Donald Trump talk and... Uh, <sighs> Hot Donald Trump talk? <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> Sounds I, like another specialty. Right? So I- I'm getting a sense from a significant amount of conservatives... Out there uh, among the base, who are saying, "You know something, uh, Mr. President? Thank you for everything you've done." Here's a
2: gold watch. Move on. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, but it's it, it's time. What, what's what, what's your thought on that? Do you I, think, I that- think a lot of people have been saying
2: that, and uh, it's up to Donald Trump to go and win the primary and convince people he's still relevant. It's been seven years since he came down the escalator. Seven long years.
0: Long years.
2: Long years. Long years. long years, and um, he did some great things. Uh, perhaps the greatest being consigning the cruise ship conservatives to the abyss. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll always we'll always have that. We'll always have the death of the Weekly Standard. <laughs> but the you know is it time for a handshake and a gold watch? Maybe it is. He he made some mistakes. He his personnel decisions were. Controversial.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh he keeps babbling about the election. Okay, I don't care anymore. And I was literally one of the lawyers in the election. I don't want to yeah. hear about the last one. I'd like to hear what's being done about the future ones. Yeah. You know, it's the problem with Trump is Trump brings a lot of baggage. And I think Ron DeSantis's strategy has been do stuff baggage free. And I think it's a good strategy.
0: Well, I think that one of the things that we need to thank the president for, I, I think it's— There are a lot of things. Yes. But, but for me, and I know I, you feel the same way, and, and Larry, anyone who admir- admired Andrew Breitbart, to completely expose and bring out the mainstream media to the point where it, you always knew they were in the back pocket of, of the Democrats. But now to see— Yeah, now they're in the cod piece, Yeah, and it's all because of President Trump and 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 President Trump's ability to uh, have he ha- defines his he, he forces his enemies to define themselves
2: in a way no one else does. Yeah, that's good. Look, there's a lot of great things about Donald Trump. I'm not I'm not saying Donald Trump. I hate Donald Trump. He has some faults. Everybody has some faults.
0: Yeah, I mean, except uh, yeah, I, Rob, yeah, Bob Crane. Right, but absolutely, um, but it it. it between exposing the mainstream media for what they are and emboldening Republicans to finally fight back. I mean, we we, we watched during W's years. Oh, We're like, Mr. President, will you please fight back? Oh, he
2: finally fought, fought back once we rejected his fat, stupid brother. He fought back by joining forces with his new friends, the yeah. Clintons and the Obamas, talking about how racist all the people who had his, you know— uh, yellow striped back for all those years. I will never forgive the bushes for that. That was, you know, I for years we defend him. We're too much of a gentleman to defend himself. And the minute, you know, he didn't get what he wanted from us, he sold us out for his new friends. Yeah. He wait, you know, that that disgrace ought to go back to his stupid ranch and paint his stupid pictures of the veterans he maimed through his Freaking incompetence forever, but I don't want to hear another damn word from him or anyone else named Bush. And that poor George P. Bush kid, who's probably a nice guy, right? But he's a Bush, so you gotta lose because you must pay, and so much your dynasty. Yeah, you have failed, and your failure has consequences. You can never be of influence. Oh, he'll he'll flit around at the uh, outside. Yeah, he's 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 uh, endorsed Liz Cheney. Of course. <laughs> of course. Please clap. Yeah,
0: please uh, clap. So, you know, you sat down. <laughs> it's better down, than please monkeypox. You, you sat down uh, at the end of the last segment. You probably heard some of the conversation that Sarah and I were having about border security. Uh, you're in favor of it. Uh, <laughs> I, you're, you're in California. Can you describe to people in Michigan just how much California has changed in the last 15 years?
1: Uh, a lot.
2: To- the uh, I- I- if you've ever seen Dawn of the Dead, you've seen downtown L.A. Yeah. I mean, uh, allow drug-addled losers to wander the streets. drug acts, criminals, the mentally ill. And of course, we have a uh, you know we have compassion for the mentally ill. We allow them to stand in the sun with their pants around the ankles, shouting at the bus that they think is a dragon. Yeah. All right, drugging themselves uh, to death. It's California used to be a great place full of opportunity i know i i came to it and i got to do all the things i wanted to do but it's not it's a place now designed for people who took advantage of it 30 years ago i'm doing fine i'm a lawyer yeah i live in a nice neighborhood okay i don't see that stuff because because rich liberal people don't let that stuff come in their neighborhood yeah and i tangentially benefit
0: Now I remember a few years ago, and it may be more than a few years ago. uh, Larry O'Connor, WMAL, he did a video in California. It was by a BMW dealership, and there was an over people were living underneath the bridge, and how awful that is. And that was just a few years ago. And now it seems like you're seeing more and more of that. It's not under the bridges anymore. It's like going into people's neighborhoods.
2: Yeah, there's there's more and more of it it's 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 just bad yeah and people are leaving and it's the conservative people are leaving people are like you're gonna Californiaize colorado or wherever no people coming are they're mostly conservative
0: i i hope you're right because if it's not the voters who are 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 moving to these states who are you know letting these ideas creep into red states or purple states at, at least the some of the the policies are we did a story a couple of weeks ago uh Kalamazoo Michigan uh that's you know not a real name <laughs> didn't you hear the song I'm on my way to Kalamazoo you, you, you no it's, uh uh, uh it was by the uh the Bob Crane singers the
2: Bob Crane uh <laughs> yeah. the Bob Crane trio <laughs> yeah the tripod
0: uh, they they decriminalized uh defecating on the sidewalk and and that's uh, a crappy idea side- Ah, oh, see what he did there. See what he did it's there. Funny because it's poo. But I mean, this—that's San Francisco stuff. Yeah. And now you're you're seeing it drift over into into purple uh, and red states, and it's.
2: I don't understand. I, I don't understand. I, I think the people who support that, first of all, it's not happening in their front yard. Yeah. They're imposing it on others uh, as, as some sort of sanction. Yeah. For daring not to be as uh, bizarrely moral as they are. But of course, it's not real morality. It's just bizarre posturing.
0: Well, it, it's bizarre posturing, and then the elites who say that this is okay, they're not going to have to deal with it, and their no, neighborhoods.
2: they don't. It, no, you, do, do you think a hobo's going to drop trial in front of uh, Nancy Pelosi's house? It ain't happening. <laughs> Okay, she's yeah. not going to walk out having to play hopscotch over hypodermic needles. It ain't happening in her neighborhood. Right. That's not going to happen. Okay, there's no defunding the police in her neighborhood. Yeah, all right, and there's no assault weapons ban in her neighborhood. Um, it's it's on everybody else. Every look, everything Democrats want to do hurts America. It makes their lives, normal Americans' lives, worse. Yeah, every single thing they do. And that's because they hate us. When you get woke, when you are based, when you know what time it is as a Republican, you understand that, and then you're ready to fight. But until you think, you know, George Bush, well, they're just, just friends. I just love Barack and Michelle and Bill and Hillary. We, we get together. We have a picnic.
0: <laughs> you know,
2: We like to... Paint each other's bodies using finger paints. <laughs> Blue's my favorite. And you know, it, George Bush is never going to experience the consequences of his myriad moral and
0: ideological failings.
2: Right? We are.
0: Kurt Schlichter, Townhall is joining us. Uh, Kurt, you have a, a, a military background. Uh, you two two decade military career.
2: About 27 years.
0: Twenty seven years,
2: active uh, in reserve.
0: Uh, can you kind of, uh, well, give us your opinion on what's going on right now in China and, and Pelosi's visit no, over screwed. there? Uh, we we in, don't have the capacity to
2: beat China, uh, and it's already it's already uh, difficult to forward defend a country uh, an island that's you know twenty thirty miles off the Chinese coast. Yeah. And it's across the ocean for us. So we're already at a disadvantage. We've now let them get a bigger navy than we have. It's technolog- It's got technological parity. Uh, and they're not worrying around, concerned about pronouns and pride months. You're right. And that's where people are like, man, that's not real. They- we killed Zawahiri. Yeah. We managed to find one guy after 21 years. Bravo.
0: Way to go. Yeah. Wow. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> Did, did you have a problem with uh, Pelosi's visit to Taiwan?
2: In principle, no, because we'll go wherever we damn well please, and you yeah. damn Chinese communist, uh, you swallow well-banging scumbags, you can, uh, uh, you know, kiss my Schumer. <laughs> but uh, it would have been nice if she had kind of coordinated it, so if it started World
0: War III, we'd have, like, you know, I don't know, been ready. That's That That seems to be the general problem right now is, I, I don't think it's hyper hyperbole. You just don't know who's running the store at this point. Yeah,
2: it's a human centipede where everybody's trying to go off in their own direction. It yeah. just doesn't work. If you're a human centipede, you've got, you got to keep a relatively straight line. And this particular human centipede, that is the Biden administration the Democratic Congress, nah, man, they've all got their own ideas and they're all bad.
0: Yeah. No, we talked about it uh, in the in the previous segment. You got this uh, uh, this bill that's supposed to fight inflation. It's going to create more inflation.
2: But but it's named the fight inflation <laughs> bill.
0: Well, there is part of it that I do believe will fight inflation when you when you uh, raise taxes at a ridiculous amount on small business. They're they're, they're not going to be spending as much money. Well, that's true. But uh, Great. Would, yeah, but when you lump climate change in with fighting inflation and you're going to throw a and bunch of money. Climate change is a giant hoax. Okay? It doesn't
2: exist. It's baloney. And it is a giant payoff to Democrat donors who are selling this uh, uh, climate hokum. And, you know, it's one of those, you know, you fast forward 100 years looking back at the time. Americans believed, many Americans believed in this thing they called climate change. What <laughs> idiots they were. Also, they killed babies and mutilated children to conform to the delusions of their munchausen mommies.
0: Uh, it would be a lot easier to swallow this pill if they were actually right once in a while. They're but never right. They're never right. Because
2: that, that that's not the test, though. The test is, is to give them more money and power, uh, more power and power. Uh, uh, and, 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 and cash, essentially, yeah. power and payoffs. That's the only test. Everything they do will increase. There is absolutely no policy that will not increase their power or prestige. Um, but you look at conservative stuff, there are a lot of policies that will not lose any and will have the opportunity to get more. But it it, it applies to everybody. It doesn't yeah. just apply to this like ruling elite. Yeah of garbage people.
0: But it's 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 just opposite world. It's it's a bill that's supposed to inf- fight inflation, you know it's going to increase inflation. Everything's
2: a lie and a scam. If you understand that, you stop bothering to listen.
0: Yeah. Because there's
2: no point in it. You know, if climate change look, if climate change if not having climate change increase their power and payoffs, they'd be against it. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. There's no such thing as climate change. What are you talking about? Yeah, believe the science. Believe in science. Believe the science. <laughs> can you tell me what a woman is? Shut up, racist. Well, we o- we only have a few minutes left. I I, I just wanted to get your opinion on. Uh, you know, you can never underestimate uh, the power of uh, Republicans to screw things up. Yes. Uh, what can they do between now and uh, November uh, to make sure that this isn't a political bloodbath for Democrats?
2: Well, let's uh, let's see. Uh, male Republicans keep it in your pants. Female Republicans keep things out of your pants. Gender non-binary Republicans <laughs> don't do anything at all. Don't give a don't give them a screw up. All yeah. right. Don't don't Eric Greitens. It. What I was just uh, you know tying my uh, girlfriend up in the basement, taking pictures of her. What's a biggie? <laughs> Now maybe now look, I would play in L.A., but uh, probably not. said so, you, you know, don't screw it up. The down de- look here's the problem, though, and we got to fix it by twenty-four. People, are, the Republicans are not winning; the Democrats are losing, and yeah. there's a difference. Right now, do you feel totally motivated to vote for the Republican? Are you like, oh, what a bunch of inspiring ideas? No, no, they're running on. We're going to stop these guys, and that is enough. But it's not enough forever, right? You know, right now the Democrats' whole thing is we gotta stop Trump, and of course Trump's you know off at Mar-a-Lago.
0: Yeah, I mean the motivating factor for a lot of people is uh, on the right is that the the left has completely gone off the rails and and can bat crap, crap crazy. So uh, bat
2: crap crazy, I gotta clean things up. That's uh, 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 that's my uh, that'd be a great uh, uh, song for my Ted Nugent cover band.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kurt, where's everybody? bang. Where can everybody find you?
2: Uh, go to Twitter, at Kurt Schlichter. Get my book, We'll Be Back, The and Rise of America. Read my town hall columns every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. That's Kurt Schlichter, everyone. Thanks, Kurt. And read Larry O'Connor's stuff, too. Maybe you should just go to town hall every day, Kurt. Not just on the days you've got a column, you selfish jerk. Look. <laughs> Look, you. <laughs> That's Kurt i about Schlichter. had it with you, you? carry the brand, my friend. Yeah, I, well, I branded.
0: <laughs> That's Kurt Schlichter and Larry O'Connor right in my brow tra- beating him. Brand.
2: That is my tramp stamp.
0: So it would not be a CPAC without talking to Kurt Schlichter over at townhall.com. Uh, well, we're going to wrap things up here at CPAC 2022, at least for Wham Talk 1600 AM, 92.7 FM. Listen, if we, we're going to have many more conversations with people. Uh, over the next two days here at CPAC Dallas. You'll be able to find everything that we do uh, over uh, on the podcast, the Snark Factor podcast. You can find that uh, where all fine podcasts are sold. If you have a favorite podcast platform, just search out the Snark Factor. You'll be able to find it there. And while you're there, leave us a a review, preferably a five-star review. Uh, but that's about it here from CPAC 2022. I'm Fingers Malloy. Thanks for listening to Wham Talk, 1600 AM, 92.7 FM.